Hey everyone, welcome to the Forever and Always podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Katie, and today we have a guest joining us. She is one of my very best friends from Georgia, and now we both live out here in LA together. Her name is Logan. So Logan, thanks for joining us. Hi, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. I'm so excited to have you on here. I know today we're not going to be talking about a subject that is as fun and exciting, but it's definitely something that there should be more awareness of. And we're going to be talking about toxic relationships and unhealthy relationships. Recently, Logan just got out of a... Almost three years. Yeah, three-year relationship. And it didn't end so well. And so we just wanted to kind of talk about everything that happened and bring more awareness to toxic relationships and how you can spot the red flags Mm -hmm. and help get yourself out of a potentially dangerous situation before it escalates to that. Yeah. With my relationship, it was almost what would have been three years, like last month. We broke up. It's been six months, six months. But basically I was in a really happy relationship for a a long time. And a lot of people thought we were picture perfect from like social media. And I think that's something that people look at relationships and they think, oh, they're perfect. And they don't really see what goes on behind closed doors. I think it took me getting out of a toxic relationship to realize what was toxic about it, what the red flags were and what the problems really were. And it wasn't so perfect. And I think a lot of people were surprised about that after the fact. Yeah. The crazy thing with social media nowadays is that it's such a facade, like Mm -hmm. not even just for relationships, but people's lives. Like I even meeting people out here in LA, their lives look so perfect and amazing on social media. And then you meet them in person and they're just like our neighbors. And it's just so crazy. Not that that's like a bad thing. Yeah. But everybody's just normal people. And I think especially with relationships, social media can be hard to, in the sense that some people are like, oh, well, why didn't you post me so much? Yeah. Why am I not on your social media? But your ex was and things like that yeah. and so that definitely poses Comparing a problem it. yeah that's so true I think too what is so bad about social media is when you're looking at relationships you're like why can't I have that they're so perfect yeah. you know and you're comparing yourself like why can't I have that but it could just be a total front that's they could so be true. not happy at all and there's a lot of people that do end up breaking up and then you're like oh my god I thought they were perfect that's so and true. I feel like that's how it was for me personally a lot of people were really shocked when we broke up and when they figured out what happened I couldn't even comprehend it because it was just so out of the blue but yeah I think it, social media can be very uh condescending yeah nobody posts like their fight that they're having with mm-hmm. their spouse or their partner on social media so it's like of course everything looks perfect yeah because why would you share that yeah exactly do you kind of want to talk a little bit about what happened okay share a little story time here yes story time okay so this was my very first serious relationship like I don't really count any of my high school school (laughs) I don't either I don't think anybody does like unless you're still with your high school person I don't think people look at high school relationships as like something that they count yeah, necessarily. I don't you think know? they count. Yeah. <laughs> so I moved out to LA like four years ago and I was here for, I think like five months. And then, cause I met him right after you and Chris came out. Yeah. And yeah. that was flogged Like yeah. what year was that? 2018, 2018 or 2017? 2017. 2017. Yeah. So I met him like a couple weeks after and I had just moved out here. I was still kind of like getting used to living in LA on my own, like moving across the country. So I met him and I was kind of like swept off my feet with having a boyfriend in LA. He was not normally my type, if you could say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was just really 
excited about it and just kind of put all my focus on him and that relationship. And I think that was my first mistake was devoting all of my time to this person and kind of isolating myself from my friendships, my family, and only focusing on one person. So that was, I feel like my first mistake going into a relationship. I think the most important thing about relationships is being independent and having your own things outside of each other. And that's something that I just felt like I never had. I feel like that's hard though, because you came out and you wanted new friends, right? Yeah. You didn't know that many people. And then once you get like swept up in a relationship Mm -hmm. and you get, you know, swept off your feet, you're like, why not? You know? Exactly. So especially when, yeah. yeah, And especially when in the beginning, like you guys were really good in the beginning. Nobody starts off a relationship horrible. Otherwise you would end it that Mm -hmm. second. It's when you're like down the line, like a year or two in, that's when it gets harder to like get out of a relationship. But especially when you're in a new relationship, things are perfect. You're Mm -hmm. in the honeymoon phase. Everything's great. And so it's like, why wouldn't you want to continue being with this person? And he, he was perfect like I was like oh my god this is the guy I found him yeah and we moved really fast and not to say that it's a bad thing but it just ended up not being the best decision for us um we ended up moving in together I think it was like less than a year and I had never lived with a guy let alone had like a serious boyfriend at the time so living in LA too rent is so expensive so we were like oh my god we're gonna be saving so much money like we're gonna live together it's gonna be so (laughs) great and I think that was another thing that kind of like added to the downfall of us was because like We were moving so fast and we didn't allow that time to grow together before taking those steps. We kind of like jumped into everything. Us living together and he was just a very possessive person in general. And I'm not jealous at all. I don't get jealous. If I'm secure in a relationship, I'm not going to be jealous. I'm not going to be uncomfortable if you're going out without me or if you're going out boys night, you know, like I think that's another thing. Being independent is so important. So like live your life outside of mine. We'll do our things. You do your own thing. And he just wasn't very comfortable with that. I'm a very people pleasing kind of person Mm -hmm. where if... I wanted to go out with my girlfriends and he would just say, oh, well, I thought we were going to watch a movie, you know, make me feel (laughs) bad because he doesn't want me to go. I would be like, oh, okay, I'll stay home with you. And then I'm kind of letting my friends down in that sense where I'm cutting off those relationships. And I don't know if that was the ultimate goal in his perspective, but throughout the relationship, I did lose myself and I lost a lot of connection that I had with my friends. And I think I lost a lot of time here in LA that I didn't get to experience because I was focused so much on this one person. I think it's hard too because when you're in that situation, you think, oh, well, this is going to pay off in the long run because this is my person and I'm going to be with them and it's fine. Like I can hang out with my friends whenever, but like this is the love of my life, you know? Like with Chris, when we first started dating, I was the same way. Like I just wanted to hang out with him. But Mm -hmm. over time, I've realized like we're going to be together forever. I might as well like hang out with my friends and... We've definitely been a lot better about allowing for each other to have, like, alone time. Yeah. Especially during quarantine. Like, oh, yeah. you're stuck together. Yeah. And so. Sometimes I have to force Katie. I'm like, go have a girls' night. Like, don't. That's like, oh, so I good. I want you to. True. Because, like, you know, I'll go out with the girls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He loves girls' nights. And I'm, he's, like, sometimes, like, no, you need to just go do girls' night. I'm not going to come. And, like, I don't want to be the person that's, like, bringing 
him along. No, like, totally oh, let me bring Chris. But he's the one that's like, I want to come out with the girls. Yeah, but, yeah. But and that's good. Like, yeah. you want to involve, like, your partner with your friends. And it's important that your friends get to know who you're with, you right. know? There were always a lot of my friends that were saying, you know, Logan, he's really possessive of you. Like, you never come out with us and stuff like that. And I, it just went right over my head because I'm like, you guys don't, you guys don't know him like I do. Yeah. You know? And I think having your friends tell you, give, show you what the red flags are and actually understanding where they're coming from is so important because I think I would have spared myself a lot of hurt Mm -hmm. if I would have listened to them. But it's also something in these kind of relationships that you have to learn for yourself with me, how we ended and everything that went down. I think I needed that to happen in order for me to leave because I don't think I ever would have left. I was just comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. When you're comfortable, you're just like, everything's fine and this is, you know, how it's going to be. I think too, like when you were talking about your friends saying like their opinions, people say that when you are dating somebody, you should bring them around the people that you love the most Mm -hmm. because then they're going to give you their honest 100% opinion of what they think of them and they're going to be completely honest with you. The thing is, like, when we first were around you and him, everything was fine. And then we were still in Utah when you guys were kind of, like, in the thick of your relationship. Mm -hmm. And then it wasn't until recently, like, right before you guys broke up, that we were hanging out with you again. Mm -hmm. So it was, like... A totally different dynamic I feel like yeah yeah a lot of my friends too were like we I've seen you more in the last month than I have in the last three years yeah and that hit me really hard I was just like and I I look back on it and I'm like oh my god I missed out on so much stuff all my friends here have gotten to experience so many things that I didn't because I was scared of hurting someone's feelings yeah you know someone that should have wanted me to go out and have those experiences and wanted me to go out <laughs> and have fun with my friends and that's something that they just didn't really want for me they were yeah. really selfish with me in my time I think looking back on it I wish I could have told myself that I deserve to have that independence and I deserve to be able to spend time with my friends and family and not feel bad about it Mm -hmm. and not feel like I'm hurting someone's feelings. It's just, I just don't think that's something that should be in a relationship that's supposed to be caring about each other, you know? That's why it's so hard to get out of toxic relationships because you're almost, like, gaslighted to think that you're not doing anything or that you are doing something wrong by going out or by wanting to leave the house and, like, go do something else with your friends. It's, like you're almost manipulated to believe that doing that without them or doing something without them is wrong. And that's why it's so hard to relieve those, to leave those types of relationships Mm -hmm. because you're just consumed in that belief that like everything that you do is wrong. Exactly. In that particular topic about leaving and how it is so hard, I'm very like anxious all Mm -hmm. the time. And so I'll overthink everything. And so there would be times where we'd get in fights and I would sit down and think to myself, this is not normal. We should not be fighting over this. Like, I don't think this is the right relationship for me. But then there'd be parts of me that flash back to a year and I'm like, oh my gosh, he makes me so happy. He's so nice to me. He does, he does this and that for me. Like who else is going to do that for me? And so then I would just bring myself back and I would say, I'm in a great relationship, you know, and just kind of sweep that kind of stuff under the rug. And I did that for a long time. And I think that was a constant battle that I had with myself was, am I in the right relationship? We shouldn't be going through this, but also thinking of all the great times we had together and then just kind Mm -hmm. of putting those in front of the bad things and only focusing on that. 
That's the hardest part. Like, it's just such a cycle of the good and the bad, the good and the bad. And you're just kind of, like you said, contemplating, is this the right or the wrong? Especially when there isn't, like, leading up to the end, we'll get to, like, the rest of your story. But leading up to the end, there wasn't, like, a huge, big scandal until there was. Exactly. But when when there isn't something huge like that that falls out, it's, like, very hard to break up with someone because there isn't, like, a specific reason you you know what I mean like yeah. maybe there's like all these little red flags and you're fighting a lot but for me that would personally be very hard to break up with someone because I would be like okay but it's just fights it's just fights yeah. he didn't cheat on me he didn't you know exactly, what I mean yeah and but until it's something like that mm-hmm. it's kind of just that battle of waiting to see what happens almost and that's almost like a hard thing with long-term relationships mm-hmm. because no matter what relationship you're in you're always going to be like I remember you know three months ago we had like such a good date or you know just those little things so when you're in a fight I think some things that we've like learned to do is not bring up like oh but you know I did this for you or I did that for you yeah I feel like I see myself doing that a lot more I feel like guys just do that because we feel like oh but you know I do love you I'm just fighting you with you about something stupid right now exactly I feel like anytime it's a fight like that about something stupid especially Mm -hmm. there's something like bigger behind it for sure yeah it's like that kind of not like competitiveness but it's being like oh well I took you on this great date the other night you know so it's like I can see how you can bring up those things in in fights to be like yeah. to like hold it against you yeah. but I definitely think that that's not great no, or healthy, healthy. <laughs> yeah I think another thing too is like when you're in a relationship for a certain amount of time like even over a year like that's a, a yeah. year is a long time a year too. is a long time yeah and so you you think to yourself well I don't want to have wasted all this time yeah and when I was almost at the three year mark, I was like, if I, I, I've been here for three years, which in reality is not, it's not a long time. If you're going to spend forever with somebody, three years is nothing. And this was my first relationship. I have nothing to compare it to. So when we would fight and stuff, I would think, oh, well, okay. Couples fight. We're together all the time. We live together. Of course we're going to fight. So I would kind of make excuses in my head for him and why we would fight over stupid stuff where I would just say, oh, he's had a bad day, you know, but it shouldn't fall on me. Yeah, that's true. It's it's not your fault. Like, yes, three years is a long time, but imagine if you kept going and then it oh turns into five years and I then know. that's when... You, so it's, like, better to get out when you can yeah. than... Yeah, you don't want to have, like, kids and, like... I know, oh, yeah. You know, and then out of nowhere, something happens and you're stuck with whatever you have yeah so I don't know so back to the story Mm -hmm. you guys are dating it's been like two and a half years how are you feeling at this point how was your relationship when did you start noticing red flags like two years a year and a half two years Mm -hmm. and it actually was because my mom pointed them out to me when like I think one of the first times I brought him home to Georgia and we went out, we got in a fight over something so stupid. It was something he got jealous over and I just was crying. Like it was a huge fight and my mom literally sat him down the next day and said, I don't think you're the one for my daughter. I don't think you're the one. Like she said, you're not going to treat my daughter like this. And I thought that was the talk he needed to have and it was going to be fixed overnight. And that just wasn't the case. I think Whenever it would get to that point of, I can't do this anymore, he would put on the perfect boyfriend act for a certain amount of time until it would fall back into old routines. And I was feeling 
pretty good about our relationship. I just, I wasn't planning on it coming to an end. I just knew that we were going through a tough time and we were going to work it out. So I think once we moved to Long Beach is when I kind of felt, it was my decision too. I'm not putting this on him, but I felt that that's when I think I truly isolated myself mm-hmm. was moving because all my friends were up here. Like you guys were in Studio City and I'm moving like all the way down to Long Beach. Right. And I had only been in downtown. So now I'm having to have a boyfriend and make time to hang out with my friends who were like 30, 40 minutes away from me. If I couldn't do it in LA, why can I do it in Long Beach, you know? Right. So that kind of made another obstacle for me. And I think when we moved to Long Beach was when it really started to snowball because I really felt like I had no time for myself. I was working and I was kind of not told, but I was supposed to come straight home because and not make any stops because it was selfish of me to cut into our time together. So, and I started thinking, oh my gosh, she's right. Like, that's so rude of me, you know? Like, yeah. thinking in my head, oh my gosh, I, I can't believe I was going to go to Target or something. Like, that's <laughs> oh so God. rude of me. He hasn't seen me all day, and I'm yeah. going to go to Target, you know? But yeah. now I'm looking back, and I was like, what am I thinking? Like, go to Target. Yeah. Like, <laughs> go, I don't know, go eat by yourself or something. Yeah. Like, it's not... Do the things that you need to do. Like, do, it's yeah. okay to take... The thing that... I've realized too because sometimes I get in the same mindset like okay as soon as I get home from work I just want to hang out with Chris and do something but then it's like I'm working all day with somebody else my coworker, and then I come home and I'm with Chris so it's like I never have alone time and sometimes I'm like wait a second I just need to like do my own thing Mm -hmm. or go hang out with you or something and just have that like space time to breathe is really important yeah like even if you haven't been with Chris all day like, you've been with other people other all day. Other people, yeah. And if you get home and you're like, oh my gosh, I need to breathe, and then Chris is there, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it can be overwhelming. Yeah. Like, you need to have time for yourself. Yeah. And I think that's, in any relationship, that's the most important thing, is giving yourself time to focus on yourself. And I think, same for the other person that you're in the relationship with. I think if you're together all the time, I just don't think it's going to be good for either one. When you're by yourself, too, that's when you allow yourself to like be creative with yourself and think about like what you want to do and think about your goals and just not even that you have to be like by yourself thinking deeply about these things but I feel like my best like ideas and thoughts just come when I'm like relaxing or doing my skincare by myself or something like that like you said it's so important to have Mm -hmm. that like alone time and Mm -hmm. that's definitely a huge red flag that he wasn't allowing you to have any time for yourself or with other people I remember a specific time too I was coming home from work and I was making a nail appointment at one of the apartments we used to live at was under or above a nail salon oh yeah and so I said I'm gonna treat myself I'm gonna go breathe for a second just have my time and go get my nails done and I told him I said I'm gonna go get my nails done I'll be up after and he said well I want to get my nails done and I was like well I I need this time for myself yeah and it was well why would you go without me and then I think he ended up calling and like taking my like took my appointment slot like I wanted to get my a manicure oh and a pedicure gosh. and he called and like made a pedicure and they were like oh we only have one person and I was like well okay well this was my thing oh my god! so I remember calling my mom just and it was something so stupid but it was like so much building up but that's not I stupid I broke down I was like I can't even get my nails done yeah. by myself <laughs> yeah. like I'm going crazy I remember driving home too I would just be driving like enjoying that time because I'm like I know I'm not I'm gonna get home and I'm not gonna hear the end of it yeah you just hit like the traffic on the yeah I'm like oh no <laughs> <laughs> 405 <laughs> I don't 
don't even oh, need no, to take I'm, 405. I'm like, oh, oh no, I'm taking the long way home. <laughs> Stuck in traffic. No, but you have every reason to, like, that's not stupid at all to be feeling that way about just wanting to get your nails done. And I get it, like, maybe on the surface he was like, oh, but I, like, want to come too. Yeah. But he, the fact that he wasn't understanding that's, like, okay, that's fine. If you want to come, we can get our nails done together next time. But yeah. like, I need this time for myself. Yeah. And respecting that your person is wanting that time for themselves. Yeah. Like if he would have said to me, I want, I'm going to go do this anytime for myself. I would feel weird being like, well, I'm going to come too. Yeah. <laughs> you know? like, I would feel so annoyed. Yeah. But that just was not the case for him. It's like, if, if you wanted him to come, you would have been like, Hey, I booked two appointments exactly. for us. Like the fact that you're saying, Hey, I'm going to get my nails done. And then he's like trying to intervene. It's like, No, that's a huge red flag. One of the biggest red flags. Someone would ask me to do something and I would find myself thinking, oh my God, is he going to let me? And I think that was, is that not crazy? That is crazy. And I think even after we broke up, the craziest thing was people um, would ask me to go out at night and my instinct was, oh my God, am I allowed to go? And I'm like, wait, oh my God, I can do whatever I want now. Yeah. And I think that was the craziest thing for me now is I can do whatever I want. That's so freeing. I feel, and that's how it should be in a relationship. Yeah, that's exactly how it should be. It should have been like that the whole time. Yeah. But I kind of feel like I had to relearn how to be myself and how to allow myself to do certain things. Definitely. Like what I wore. I wasn't able to wear things that were fitted to my body because it was me asking for attention or t-shirt and something because I would put something on and he would never indirect or directly tell me you can't wear that. But it was, oh, that's what you're going to wear and make me feel stupid. And I think that was his trick. I would look in the mirror and say, oh my God, what was I thinking? Like, why was I going to wear that? Yeah. And I'd put on a t-shirt. And I think I lost a lot of confidence from that. And I have to learn how, like, what is my style? Like, what do I want to wear? Yeah. You know, what do I feel comfortable in? Because for so long, I felt like I was dressing for him. Yeah, definitely. So you're, like, rediscovering yourself. Yeah. 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 And I think it's, that's... It's really exciting because I live by myself now and I've never lived by myself before. I don't I don't know, I feel like I'm having like a new era of myself where I get to be on my own for the first time in my life. I get to discover who I am in LA for the first time because when I moved here I was swept right off my feet. So I'm really excited. Yeah, you are just like thriving right now and I'm just so happy for you because I I truly feel like this breakup has been the best thing. Like obviously yeah. it needed to happen. It was toxic and yeah. like we're learning these things. It was shocking for me too because like you said on the surface, mm-hmm. it seemed like you guys were great and perfect yeah. and like I never noticed too many red flags. I don't think like, it, it, it was visible I, in front I of just, people. I always knew he was intense, but that was like I thought that was intense. just his personality, you know. Yeah. I don't like have a lot of friends like that. They're intense. They're they're all in for whatever they're doing. So yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, that's what it is. But then you don't realize that that might be a bad thing in other places, like a relationship. Remember that one time we went to brunch on Fourth of July, and we were gonna spontaneously go to Vegas. Oh and we yeah. Were talking about some like boys that we won't like name them, like this group of boys that we were gonna like go yes. or something hang out with. No, they were already there, and already we're there. like, oh, these boys are there. Let's go to yeah, Vegas. Yeah, and I was him included. Right. And he was like, why are you even talking about them? And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, it was yeah. just so weird. You're and like, what do you mean? Our friends are there. Like, yeah. why would we not want to go? Yeah. And, yeah, I do remember that. It made it so uncomfortable. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I was talking to Chris about it. And he's like, why do you know so much about them? And I was like, <laughs> everyone does. Like, what? Yeah, they're like yeah. pretty popular. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember one time, too, that we went to dinner 
at Prank in downtown love LA. Prank. Shout out Prank. <laughs> we love Prank. Shout out Lucky. <laughs> but he was so mean to the waiter, the waitress, oh and that was like one of the only red flags that I really noticed. Yeah. And I didn't really say anything to you because you guys, that was Seemed more happy. so in the, yeah, you guys were so happy and I was like, whatever, he's kind of being an ass to the waitress, yeah. like, whatever, you know, that's okay. It's no, it's not okay, but it's just like, yeah, sometimes like, you, you kind of feel like it's not your place yeah. to say things like exactly, that. Exactly. Like can, it's not my know. place, but that is a huge red flag. Like when you're dating someone, like the way that they treat other people that it's not you. Yeah. That's a huge sign of, like, who they actually are as a person. Exactly. Like, how they're treating the waitress or the valet person or the the grocery cart. What's it called? The clerk. The clerk. The grocery store clerk. Yeah. <laughs> clerk. The clerk. <laughs> but how the way that they are treating these types of people that are just working. That's who they are. They're serving you. You know what I mean? That's who they are. That's their character. So. My mom said the craziest thing to me after... Well, I'll say what happened first. Basically, the downfall of our relationship was... We had a fight. He was going on a trip um, for business. And um, the week before he left, we got in a fight in front of some of his friends for what I was wearing. I had a, something that I wore to work because I got hit on at the gas station. And I was just talking about how sometimes girls don't ask for compliments. And sometimes no. when they're given, guys expect you to be like, oh, my gosh, she said this. You know, but it's yeah. OK. I didn't really ask for that. Like, like you can't get mad. Like, yeah, people are going to call out Katie. And I'm like, what are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. Like, Katie's a pretty girl. Of course yeah. someone's going to say something. <laughs> I, like, I feel like you're, you're like, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. It's like a compliment. You're like, that's a good thing in my eyes. Like, because she's yours. So, yeah. But I feel like almost I'm getting more compliments out here. There's a lot of gay guys. That yeah. Are, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right? I got fine. some competition. Yeah. <laughs> it's my turn, man. Well, the, <laughs> the thing is, too, like, literally crackheads will, like, hit on you out here. So oh, my God, like, I know. And I'm like, he, the fact that he's worried about some guy at the gas station just saying, shows he didn't feel secure. Exactly. He's the insecure one. And I never, the craziest thing is, I never gave him any reason to be. I didn't go out. If he said no, oh, my God, that's so gross to say. If he wasn't wanting me to go out, you know. I was the one that was saying, please go out with your guy friends. Please go to... He called me, um, I think he was in Miami, and he called me and said, can I go to Club La Vila or whatever? And I said, why are you asking me? Yeah. It is so embarrassing. Your friends probably think I'm crazy. Like, yeah. please go. Like, you know I don't care. Yeah. And then I think they ended up not going. But if roles were reversed, one, I probably wouldn't even be there. Yeah. Two, if I were to ask to go to a club, I... A nightmare. Are you kidding? Like, why yeah. Why do you even think you could go? Like, you're, I don't know. Your phone would just be blown. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's true. That's how you know a relationship is toxic. When you're out with your friends without mm -hmm. them and you are glued to your phone because they Me. won't stop texting you and being like, where are you? What are you doing? Who are you with? Who's there? What what girls and guys are that there? That was him. That's how you know. Yeah. And I felt like there was a time we were at Madison's birthday yeah. at her apartment and her boyfriend was there and her roommate's boyfriend was there and that oh. was it. And I had only told him, oh, Madison's boyfriend's here. Mm -hmm. I like sent a photo because I always had to send photos of where I was, which is also disgusting. <laughs> but I know I sent a photo and in the reflection of the window was the other roommate's boyfriend and he sent me a screenshot zoomed in and said like lol oh there's in like quote like there's just one boy here and i was like that's the roommate's boyfriend like what do you what yeah yeah and it was oh, just like the craziest things like that and i felt like i was constantly wa walking on eggshells yeah but i think what's so crazy and what 
was so shocking to everyone is he seemed like he was so madly in love with me. He would never do anything to hurt me. And he was the one who cheated on me and tried to cover it up and all this stuff. I ended up catching him. I was in bed at home with all of our dogs and our cat just waiting for him to text me back, you know, just hanging out. And I ended up catching him in a lie and figuring out within the span of like three days all of the lies kind of unraveled. Mm-hmm. Got a hold of the girl. She spilled everything. Shout out to that girl. Love her. <laughs> Caught him in the act. And I think within like a week, I already signed my new lease. Mm-hmm. I was out of there. And I think that also goes to show how towards the end of it, I was over it. Because a lot of people, when they're in relationships and they're so in love and someone does cheat or someone's not faithful, I think they try and make excuses. Like, oh my gosh, like, it's okay. He only did this once. Like, we can get, we can work through this. Yeah. And I wasn't even willing to do that. I was just, oh, all right, I'm leaving, you know? Like, I was ready to just up and go. That's good, because some people could get caught in the same thing and being, like, just an endless cycle. Exactly. If anyone's in a relationship and you know that there's cheating involved or... And, I mean, some people can work through it, and they have good relationships after it. I think my advice is if you stay with someone who was unfaithful with you, you're always going to have that thought in the back of your head you're never fully going to trust them and I think whoever you spend the rest of your life with is someone that you should trust endlessly in any situation and not have to have those thoughts in the back of your head and I know that's something that I would have lived with because I don't I guarantee you this wasn't the first time you think you really I yeah just going through the story like bit by bit Mm -hmm. it feels like he almost threw all of his insecurities onto you for sure mirrored it and then at the end that's what got him was exactly what he was scared you were going to do he did yes exactly yeah that's true exactly that's so true that's probably why he was so like possessive he's like because he probably knew what he was doing like we're together all the time she has no idea right yeah so you're like whoa what keeps her from doing it you know that's so right the one i think that's the most insecure and jealous is probably the one that's doing something that they shouldn't be because they're so worried about you doing it they're so worried that's why i was so chill because i know i'm not doing anything yeah you know and like if i was though i would be parent i probably have been paranoid too Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, does she know? I don't know. Yeah. But ultimately, that was the end. I felt like I kind of, like, changed him when I met him. He was a different person, like, kind of, like, disrespectful, or he would just say whatever came to his mind, and I kind of made him, like, the southern love country music now, you know? He was strictly rap. Made him, he was, like, more down-to-earth kind of guy, like a bring bring home kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's how he was in the beginning. And... I felt like I kind of changed him for the better during our relationship and had some stuff that rubbed off on him. And once this happened, my mom told me, you got to see who he always was. Like the whole time he was with you, that's who he was. You just didn't see it. And I think that was crazy to hear because that's true. That That is who he was or else he wouldn't have done it. Yeah. I think he was just playing a part in our relationship and acting how he thinks I wanted him to act. But that wasn't him. Yeah, he kind of just was putting on a face of whatever he thought that you wanted. Exactly. But it's almost like twisted in a way because it's like he's doing what you think you want, but you don't want someone possessive and clingy and holding you back. So it's like he's trying to be perfect at the same time. He's trying to like keep you from your friends and family. Mm -hmm. And it's just like this tug of war probably that he was like battling too. Yeah. I mean, he didn't really have like too much of a job when you guys were together. Yeah. I feel like that was almost his job when you're not busy with stuff it's like yeah you have my a lot relationship of is my one thing so that's all he was thinking about yeah too you know because so I had other things to distract me I was yeah. at work Monday through Friday morning yeah. to night you know so he told me I just wait for you to come home <laughs> like you he know sits there sits there all I day leave, sits there, like, <laughs> 
But I mean, and I would always push him. He had his own dreams of being an entrepreneur and good for him. I'm happy. And I, I don't want anyone to get it twisted that I wish anything bad against him. I think he's a great guy. Regard. I just don't think he's a relationship guy, at least not right now. If I could go back and erase that relationship, I don't think I would because that relationship taught me so much and I hope it taught him so much too. Yeah. I think we're both going to grow from it. And I think he's now aware of the jealousy and the possessiveness that he brings into relationships. And I think he knows now. I even told him this after our breakup. We did have, like, one final goodbye because he ended up keeping our dog. So I got to say goodbye to her. I had just said, I'm really grateful for our relationship. I hope you learned a lot. I know I learned a lot. And we just didn't work out. And that's okay. People don't work out. And you learn a lot from each other. Regardless of all the pain and stuff that he caused me, I... I still have a place for him in my heart. And I don't know if that's just because I'm a people pleaser and I'm just a very, very forgiving person, but I forgive him and I hope he has a great life, a very successful, happy life, ends up in a very happy marriage one day, but it just didn't work for us. Yeah. That's so brave of you to, first of all, leave because a lot of times, like we were talking about earlier, it's so hard for people Mm -hmm. to get out of a relationship, even if they've been cheated on, because you can be so blinded by the apologies and the gifts. the flowers and oh I'm so sorry I would never do this again I Mm -hmm. love you so much and all that Mm -hmm. but so it's so brave that you left and that you were able to like forgive him and just better yourself from this whole thing from here on out your relationships are always going to be a lot better I feel so sorry for the next guy (laughs) (laughs) because I'm just going to be so blunt now if I see something I'm going to say nope yeah (laughs) next you know how to spot all the red flags and you know what red flags are too yeah you probably learn the most about yourself and other people through the relationship you know what is your like mom and dad said my parents which I think is the craziest thing is I would go home and my mom would say you think he's the one and I did at the time for a point in time I really did and I told them yeah he's the guy for me he makes me happy I think my parents kind of had to put their own opinions aside and wanted me to be happy and saw that I was happy and They told me after the breakup, you know, if he was the one for you, then he's the one for you. And if you're happy, we're happy for you. But they told me in the back of their mind, they knew, they always knew he wasn't the one. They said they weren't going to tell me because they wanted me to find out for myself. Because if you're in a relationship and someone tells, and you are so confident in it and someone tells you that's not the one for you, then you kind of put that in the back of your head and try and find what's wrong with them or what's wrong with the relationship and start picking it apart. And I think that's something that's really important for you to see for yourself or else you truly won't experience it. They were really supportive the whole time. And then when it did end how it did, my mom was the first person to fly out here, help me move and was just excited. They're really excited for me Yeah. and for what is to come after this, but altogether really supportive. That's Blessing good. in disguise is what they call it. It sounds like some of your friends weren't as supportive. For so sure. Maybe you like not directly push them away but you were like mm-hmm. oh they don't support me or like my relationship why mm-hmm. would I hang out with them yeah and your family even if they didn't they had that doubt about it they still supported you yeah and at the end of the day that's like they still kept you in you know in your life and like mm-hmm. kept you grounded so yeah that's really- I think my friends kind of took it a lot harder because they were the ones that were kind of getting the short end of the stick mm-hmm. where they felt like I wasn't prioritizing them and I and I wasn't but it wasn't because I didn't want to it was because I literally felt like I couldn't yeah and I think that was the hardest part was when people would invite me to go somewhere I would be like oh my gosh yes I want to go I want to go but then it would cause a fight so I would just say you know what I just really it's not worth my time to fight and argue I'll just stay home one of my best friends told me we just stopped inviting you because we knew you wouldn't come oh, and I think sad. that was like 
yeah, it's sad, but I did it to myself. But it makes sense. It's like they know yeah. you're not going to come. Why so would why? you invite? I yeah. totally get it now because I'm looking on the outside and I was like, if I had a friend who was in a relationship and they always were choosing them over me, maybe I don't know why. Maybe they could be in a toxic relationship where that person's not letting them go out or whatever. But you, you don't know that. You, all you know is that they're just not attending the relationship or attending anything with you. It kind of gets you on their, not on their bad side, but they're not going to want to invite you places. Yeah, and it's almost like this thing that you need to prove. Like, if your friends are like, oh, he's not the one, you know, he's, yeah. he's not good for you. You're kind of like, oh, well, let me show you how great he is yeah. and how perfect we are together. Mm-hmm. And it's like something that you need to prove to them. And I, would, I think I was always making excuses, too, when I would have to send photos of where I was. I would have a friend that would, Courtney would just call me out. She said, why are you sending him a photo? You don't have to do that. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And like going back to the Vegas thing, like we were joking about going to Vegas. Like we might've all gone, but like, (laughs) like, I think we knew we probably weren't, but we were adamant that we were going. Yeah. Like we were, you know, figuring out who was going to drive and we were trying to go to Vegas and we were kind of like, we're probably not going to actually go. But the fact that he was so like oh, this is stupid. Why would you want to go? Yeah. Wouldn't want, you know, it's just like... Why would you not want to go? Yeah. That's fun, you yeah. know? Like, yeah, I feel like the, if the waiter gave us our checks sooner, we would have went. It took like two <laughs> they, Okay, we yeah. Like, second guess. We would have been to Vegas. Yeah. We would have been halfway there. <laughs> also, in my relationship, I felt like I was, I was having to please my friends and my relationship. So I felt like I was being pulled both ways. Like, I had to make everyone happy, but there were certain situations where I literally couldn't. You know, like he wanted me to stay home and my friends wanted me to go out and I'm just sitting in the middle of like, yeah, I want to go out and I know I'm going to hurt their feelings if I don't go. But is it really worth getting in an argument and having a terrible night with someone that I live with? Yeah, you know, next is it worth it? That's exhausting. Mm-hmm. Just it was to very cold. The thing that's crazy, too, is like you were literally like a victim of domestic violence it's because domestic violence isn't just like sexual abuse it's mental abuse it's physical abuse and it's sexual abuse but like in your case it was more so mental Mm -hmm. and it's just like sometimes when you're in a situation you're being abused like that you can almost feel guilty because you're like all the time well why am i not in a relationship with someone that's treats me better or why can i not like make this relationship perfect you know what i mean you put that pressure on yourself because that person is gaslighting you and manipulating you so you're thinking in your head why like how is this my fault exactly but it's not you're the victim it sounds like you're getting pulled so many different directions that you didn't have even time for yourself to like i didn't breathe or you know think oh what do i actually want who cares about what everyone else wants yeah Yeah, i actually found myself in that position a lot and that was normally on my drives home where i was saying like what do i want to do he wants me to stay home my friends want me to go out like what what do i actually want to do yeah. And most of the time it was I wanted to go out, but I felt like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have an option for myself. It wasn't, oh, I'm going to do this because there was always a consequence mm-hmm. regardless of my choice. And that's how it was for almost three years. Looking back on it now, I don't know how I did it. I really don't know how I did it for so long. Once we did break up and everyone found out what happened, everyone, oh my gosh, but you guys were so perfect. And I would literally be like, us? <laughs> We were perfect. (laughs) Like, you guys 
don't know what yeah. happened. Nobody knows what goes on behind the scenes. It's just social media. You post exactly. a picture that from a day, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't show everything. So, but I definitely get caught up in it still. Like I'll see couples on social media mm-hmm. or people and I'm like, they're so perfect. They mm-hmm. have this and this. It's You don't know. Yeah. You and I know. think having that experience now, I look at couples and I'm like, oh my God, they're really cute. Like I love, I love them together, but also I'm not going to compare myself to them because I don't know what that relationship entails. Yeah, they look good together, but I don't know how the relationship is, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think even with, like, celebrities, too, so easy to look at them and say, oh, my gosh, they're perfect. I want their life. Yeah. Why can't I find someone like that? But we don't know. Yeah. Their lives are perfect. Imagine that, like, jealousy, like... With a famous right. person who, like, everyone's in the DMs or mm-hmm. something like that. That's true. Imagine, like, oh my God. That, that would be, be so crazy. secure with yourself. Yeah. yeah. And in that person. Mm-hmm. I know. I always think about that with, like, Justin and Haley. I was, I was thinking Justin and Haley. I love them. <laughs> I love them together. But Justin is, like, such a heartthrob. Like, you know yeah. girls are DMing him probably all the time. Every yeah. girl wanted to be his wife. I unfollowed him. Oh. <laughs> Only because... <laughs> Chris's face. Chris is like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? That I unfollowed him? Yeah, that's surprising. Oh, like, why? <laughs> just because he was posting too much, it was annoying me, so I just unfollowed him. He does him. post a lot of right He now. just posts it's constantly. so much. I'm like, we get it. <laughs> what are your, like, biggest takeaways? If somebody's listening to this and they might think that they're in a toxic relationship, mm-hmm. what is your advice? I think my biggest piece of advice would be not to mistake jealousy and possessiveness for love you know jealousy sometimes can be flattering you know but to a certain extent like there is a line and when someone is just always wanting to be around you not wanting you to go anywhere in the beginning it can be kind of like oh he wants to spend all this time with me he loves me (laughs) you know but you can't have love blind you by someone being mentally abusive to you and trying to take all your time so if someone is overly jealous or overly possessive just don't be blind to it even if you do love them because I think I was head over heels in love with him I think that's what made it so easy for me to sweep everything under the rug Mm -hmm. and just say you know I, I love him so it's it's fine we'll make it work I think it's hard too because when you're in a relationship you want other people to think that your relationship is going smoothly too and so you don't want to tell your friends you don't want to bother them all the time like oh we have another we had another fight we had this 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 but I think it is important like if it's getting to the point where you're noticing a lot of red flags like Mm -hmm. tell tell all of it to your best friends and to people that love you because they're gonna be able to notice so fast if that's a red flag or not you might be blind to it you know what exactly. I mean and so it's like yeah you don't want to bother people with your problems or seem like you guys have a bad relationship yeah. but that could be like the saving for sure point I think if my friends and family weren't involved I think that's another thing like they were so amazing to be there for me and point out things when they need to be pointed out because some things I would be I would make excuses for there are things that have happened that I'm not going to touch on but you guys probably know I would I was still making excuses mm-hmm. and my friends are like that is not okay yeah and I'm just like, very but that's da- just his sense of humor yeah. just very like, dangerous situations yeah. that aren't aren't normal <laughs> and they're like why are you making excuses for him still mm-hmm. and I'm in my head I'm just so wired to think that's just his sense of humor he's just trying to be funny but like no yeah it's not okay having those people involved like friends and family involved and having another an outsider's opinion my parents now I'll tell them certain things about our relationship and they were they would say I had I had no idea that was happening Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. why did you not tell us this yeah because 
they would have told me to leave a lot earlier than I did. But I just didn't because, again, I knew we were going to fight and forgive each other. I was probably going to forgive him. (laughs) And then it was going to happen again. So I didn't want to waste my time coming to you guys and say, oh, my gosh, we're going to fight. And you're like, okay, well, that's not okay. That shouldn't have happened. And then I'm like, okay, we made up. Yeah. And then I come to you again, you know? So yeah. some people just don't want to do that. And I think it gets old really fast when you have someone coming to you and you're telling them that's not okay, that's not okay, and they keep going back. So you kind of feel like you're wasting your time. That's yeah. true. You're like, I'm you know? giving you advice and you're not taking it. Exactly. So next time you come to me, I'm just going to be like, okay, do what you you're want. You're doing this to yourself yeah. at that point. It's hard to, I don't know, juggle the line between telling your parents like every single fight you mm-hmm. have with your partner mm-hmm. and keeping it with you and your partner right sometimes it's like oh that was a dumb fight uh, maybe i didn't need to tell my parents exactly because they won't forget maybe it was yeah exactly they won't forget they'll always <laughs> yeah. have that back in their head <laughs> there would be fights and I, I i would tell my parents and they'd be like oh my gosh and then we'd make up and then i'd be like oh my god she's never gonna She's always going to have that in the back of her head. Yeah. Another big thing I would say is having time for yourself. I think that's so important. When you're in a relationship, make sure that both partners are okay and willing for each other to go out and do things on their own. You don't have to do everything together. If they're the right person, they're going to want you to go out and do things on your own and be happy and be successful and want you to go out with your friends and have a great time. That's just something that should be normal in a relationship. And I know that's how you guys are. And that's awesome. You guys have your own life outside of each other. But when you guys are together... It's amazing. Yeah. And I think even having that time apart too, you have to give yourself some time to miss each other. It like took us time to get to where when Katie goes out with the girls, of course, in the back of my mind, I'm like, she's probably some pervy dude, like buying her drinks. But you know what? At least they're buying her drinks and I don't have to pay for it. Right. (laughs) Period. Sometimes that's what I think. Period, Chris. You have to kind of work through it in your mind and like, get over that jealousy yeah the thing is because you, she, she comes home to you yeah, yeah that's exactly. all that matters you always think of the worst things though but then like in reality the wait the waiter was like harassing us when we went out that one night oh you <laughs> I know, know like, I know. you think we of like chris the, here to <laughs> rough him up a little <laughs> like you think of the worst things but it's like we got nothing like there was no oh God, nothing good that came out of that we got like somebody harassing us i don't worry about like True. you I getting hit on sometimes especially in la i'm almost worried about like you getting, like, drugged or something. Yeah. You never know if, like, some homeless dude's just gonna come attack you guys. Yeah, that's so true. I feel like... We're always safe when we... Yeah, we are. Hang out. And I feel like if if I was a guy and, like, my girlfriend was going out or, like, my wife was going out, I would think, too, like, oh, my God, I bet they're going out. They're looking so pretty tonight. Like, they're gonna get so many guys all over them. But in reality, it's us just, like, sitting there, like, devouring a pizza. Like, no one's even looking at us. Literally. <laughs> and, like, taking pictures and people are, like, actually like, <laughs> annoying. The guys who actually, like, buy girls' drinks are usually, like, 40-year-old, like, Arabian dudes with, like, a lot of money. Yeah, just something. wanting to be nice. So it's yeah. Like, why not? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Take advantage of it. Take, yeah, that's my other piece of advice. Well, and that's the thing too. Is like maybe we should get a sugar daddy for Katie. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Diversify the portfolio. Stop. Just one of the guys that you text. You know, Not, you don't have to meet up with them. <laughs> maybe like a Zoom happens. call He's here like, and there. I'm like, just like on the side. You can't see. See, me this is what I'm talking about. It's <laughs> like now that I think about it, <laughs> we can make some good money. <laughs> oh my God. Do it. Do it for the household, Katie. Oh my gosh, no. See, I think like that's good that you guys can even like joke about that. Yeah. You know, like yeah. oh me, N- never, never. <laughs> if I even said that, I'd be like, what? it's hard to be in a relationship that's healthy sometimes because it's hard to get into that kind of thing where you're like you know joke around with yeah it definitely takes time yeah. like 
The first year that we dated, it was a little rocky because we didn't really know, like, what we wanted from each other. Those expectations weren't very clear. Like, that's the biggest thing, I think, is communication. 1,000%. And once we learned how to communicate what we want and what we're expecting, then the relationship was, like, 100%. Yeah. Because then we could give each other what we were looking for and what we expect, and there's no miscommunication about, oh, I don't feel comfortable with you doing that, or anything like that, so. And then sometimes it's, like, normal to feel jealous or have your partner be jealous. Yeah. We still have fights, and there's still jealousy, but there... I think it's, it's good to have nothing... fights, too, sometimes. Yeah. To show that you care. Sometimes. Yeah. That's, he... a, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes, yeah. if it's... There's a line. Yeah. And if you don't cross that line with jealousy, it can mm-hmm. be, like, flattering. Yeah, he you never know? gets jealous, so when he does, and I'm sometimes like, you don't oh. have to act on it, either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there's a true. difference between just being jealous and then acting on it. Sometimes that's true. Sometimes Katie will be like, oh, what's wrong with you? I'm like, God, I don't know. I'm just feeling a little jealous today. You know? <laughs> and Kitty's like, oh, oh, yes. oh I, <laughs> I look like, good today. So, <laughs> so I look pretty. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like what I'm feeling right now is that it's okay to be alone. And I think that's another huge thing yes. is because I came from living with someone for almost three years. And for the first time in my life, I'm by myself, especially during with COVID and everything during quarantine. I'm not able to go out and about and meet a bunch of people. Like, I don't really have the opportunity to, like, date. I don't even know if I'm ready to date. Maybe. We'll see. You don't have to get out of a breakup, you know, and just be on Hinge or whatever. Like, find the next guy. Because once you find that person, you're going to be with them forever. So take the time that you have to yourself and enjoy it. It's not about finding the next person. Or you're not in a rush. And I know that God has my man out there for me. And... He's out there living his life, and I'm going to be living mine until we meet each other. I'm almost 23. It's not like I'm, like, 50 years old. and Like, <laughs> I, I have time. It's been six months. I'm not yeah. in a hurry. I feel like sometimes there's this, like, bad connotation around it that's, like, when you reach yeah. a certain age, and it's like, oh, you're still single? Exactly. Like, no, I'm living my best life, and I choose to be single. Yeah. And it's almost like when you're not looking for love, like, that's when it finds mm-hmm. you. I mean, I met my last relationship not even looking for anyone. Exactly. Yeah. And I think when you are trying to look for someone is when you don't. Yeah. Exactly. Like, if you're, like, trying to, you know, picture this person in your head, and, like, if you're doing, like, Hinge or something, you know, like, trying to look and find somebody, it has to happen organically. Exactly. And I'm not trying to just find the next person and move on. Like, I'm definitely enjoying this time for myself. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. Before I got married, I knew in, like, high school, all my friends and, like, even in college, you're going to be married to this girl for the rest of your life. Exactly. So you want to just, like, hang out with, like, your friends. It's true. And then now you guys got to have your time apart. Mm-hmm. And then you guys weren't looking for each other. Yeah. yeah. You guys just found each other. Mm-hmm. And it still happens that you guys were each other's one. Yeah. And it worked out. You guys are a perfect fit. But if you guys would have been, like, searching for each other, I feel like maybe you guys would have never met. Yeah, that's so you know? true. Or you would have been, I don't know, on dating app and, like, tried to find someone else and make yeah. morph them into who you wanted them to be. That's so true. Yeah, you always try to find someone that fits, like, this perfect image you have in yeah. your head of all the qualities you want and how you want them to look. But, I mean, I guess I didn't really have any, like, certain expectations in my head but when I met Chris like my first reaction was like oh he's cute and nice but I never saw us like even dating like I just thought we were gonna like go on a first date yeah and then that was it but then the more we hung out I was like okay he's actually really cool you start to like piece them into your life yeah exactly so it just takes time I think we almost like almost fought it we 
didn't want to be a relationship. Yeah, we almost were kind of like, I, like we don't want to mess this up. I wanted yeah, to be single for a little longer, and I just wanted to enjoy my college experience. For I sure. wasn't really looking for anybody, and you weren't either. But when it falls into place like that, you're like, well, why wouldn't we date when everything is just going so smoothly? And then the first week we came out, and then. I met you. We came out to vlog that. True. We tell that story. Have you told that before? A little recap of what happened is me and Chris have been officially dating for six days. <laughs> When he said, oh, I'm going to California this weekend, me and my friend Court are going, and we're going to Camp Flogna if you want to come. And I was like, well, I don't really feel like going to that music festival, but my friend Logan lives in LA, so yeah, I'll like come along for the ride. So then we drive together, just me, Chris, and Court, all the way to California, and then we stay at Logan's. Chris met Logan, and then we went to. I think <laughs> we went to some like, like a frat party. Yeah. <laughs> so we like drove to Long Beach. Please note that it was also Halloween, and everyone was dressed up. <laughs> okay. and We did not get the memo. Yeah. <laughs> Showed up like a Brandy Melville like tank, yeah. like the most basic outfit. We just crashed like some somebody's formal. Literally, they like let us in and hang. Yeah, it was time. so fun. And then on like, Sunday. Wait, what should we do today? Me and Logan, because Chris and Court were at the festival, and me and Logan were Wait, like... Wait, was the festival Friday night, or was it just Saturday, Sunday? Saturday, Saturday Sunday. Sunday. Okay, okay. So you guys had already gone Saturday, okay? Mm -hmm. And then you guys went to, like, a USC party or something. Did we? Oh my god, yeah, we did. Yeah, for Halloween. <laughs> yeah, I was a police officer. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, then on Sunday we're like, what should we do? Should we just go to Flogna? And then we just got tickets. I think they I were like $300 because you had to pay for the whole weekend. I think I literally had $300 in my account. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. should I do it? Should I do it? I remember that. I'm we not going to eat for like two weeks, but like, let's do it. We were sitting there looking at your bank account and we were like trying to do the math. We were literally trying to do the math. have $25 left for like a week and a half. Like, <laughs> yeah. like a dollar, a couple dollars a day. Oh my gosh. So then we showed up at the festival, surprised Chris and Court, and we had so much fun. Yeah, but I remember Court, like, when I told Court, I'm like, oh, I invited Katie. Do you think that's a good idea? I'm like, we'll find out, honestly. Like, I think that was a good bonding yeah. experience for you guys, too. That's true. That was either, like, gonna make or break our relationship. Like, if we went on a 10-hour road trip together and it was horrible, then, like, I would come back knowing, like, okay, this guy is not for me. But yeah. it ended up working out perfectly. And I wouldn't say perfectly, because <laughs> we went through some stuff. He's like, well, you were so annoying during the car ride. Yeah. Well. <laughs> My hand got sweaty. <laughs> oh. No, yeah, our phones, all of our phones did die on the way to California, mm -hmm. and we were trying to find your house because we didn't, oh but we didn't have your address. Oh my god. Oh my god, that's right. And yeah. all of our phones were dead, and we we're like, what do we do? So we pulled over at like a McDonald's. They're like, we don't want people like posting up in here working, you know? Yeah. So we don't yeah, have like outlets. So then we just went to this gas station and un unplugged their fridge. Yeah, Kitty unplugged the fridge, and then we were like, me and Court were in the car, we're like, don't do that. I was by myself she in there. She said, I'm yeah, plugging the fridge. <laughs> just from the car. That's so devious, I love so it. So sketchy, but it worked out. It worked out, and here yeah. we are. Here we here are. Here we are. <laughs> but anyways, thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having fun. me. Did it feel, like, refreshing to talk about all of that and get it, it did. off your chest? Yeah. I think it did, and I hope that someone out there can use my experience and my advice in their personal relationship because I think it is something that's not talked about and I think shedding light on how to be treated and what's unacceptable and 
being able to read those red flags and knowing what they are, not mistaking them for a form of love. Just understanding it is really important. So I hope someone out there can relate to it. Yeah, it definitely is. And if you feel like you are a victim of domestic violence, like you are mentally being abused or verbally or physically or sexually or anything like that, like use your resources around you. There's like a hotline that you can call, you know, if you if you need anything or if you have any questions, like I'm sure Logan Yeah, will. reach out to me. Yeah. Reach out to me. What's also, your Instagram? Oh, it's just Logan Martin underscore. What I've learned too is it's okay to have unrealistic expectations for your partner and you don't have to settle. Like yeah. if you have all these qualities that you want in this person and you're not finding them and who you're dating you don't have to settle because you think, oh my God, that's, I'm asking way too much. Yeah. Because there's a person out there that checks every single box and you're not going to find them if you're settling. That's so So I true. think don't settle because you're going to regret it forever yeah. and you're going to be with that person forever. And when you do find them, it's going to all make sense. No expectation is too high. Yeah. It can seem like a puzzle and a, like a challenge to mm-hmm. sift through all the people and find your person but I truly you. believe that everything works out as it's supposed to and you're gonna meet this person some way or another it's yep. gonna happen maybe we already you, met them I don't know yeah, yeah maybe you already met them <laughs> <laughs> they are out there right now yeah come and find me <laughs> <laughs> drop my address <laughs> literally yeah. and I live here <laughs> My social security is. (laughs) Well, thank you for joining us. This was really good. And yeah, if you are struggling at all, please reach out and get the help that you need and get out of that toxic relationship. Leave while you can. Yeah. You're going to be so glad that you did and that you're not wasting more time. Yeah. Even more. So. For sure. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, of course. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.